Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. The Afterlight Institute is a community of teachers and students seeking to expand their spiritual gifts and their inner wisdom on the road to illuminating their forgotten selves. Offering online courses, in-person retreats, live events, online expositions, and more, the Afterlight Institute is a safe and inclusive space for all. To learn more, head to theafterlightinstitute.com. Welcome to the Afterlight. My guest today is Joanna Walden. She is a visionary transformational specialist, a speaker, and author of The Inside Hustle, a mystical misfits travel adventure into the unknown. Joanna uses heart technology, multidimensional practices, channeled wisdom, consciousness practices, travel to sacred sites, ancient gone, and sound healing to navigate her path and guide others back to their mastery. Joanna is going to be talking to me and you at home today about heart technology, the true divine human template, what is all that about, multidimensional practices, and channeled wisdom. And I do believe that near the end of the show as well, she's going to be sharing some of that wisdom with you and me at home. So Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> so you have such a beautiful smile and a beautiful glow about you. I kind of, you know, just even getting to know you right now for the first few minutes really feel like you're a woman who's really confident and secure inside herself. Have you always been this way? Was this something that you learned over time? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That's really sweet. Um, you know, I think I always had Definitely. I was always confident, you know, I wasn't never a wallflower, put it that way. <clears throat> but I think now I have a new level of confidence within myself. It's not just the sort of presenting a confident front to the world. <laughs> so I think I'm actually more embodying the true confidence in that sense, actually now. Um, and that was definitely a journey that I, I took over many years, you know, um, and that's what I wrote about in my book, The Inside Hustle. It was really my journey back to my true self, you know, underneath all that, the layers, the conditioning, the false versions that we present to other people, all of that stuff. So I really sort of came home to myself in, in many ways, and I feel much more grounded in who I truly am at this point, that's for sure. Mm. Have you always been on the spiritual path or was this something that you sort of got introduced to at a specific time and it really helped you to transform your life or, or did it help you to transform your life also? You know, I grew up, um, my dad was very, very much business orientated, very logical. My mom, completely the opposite. And she was on a spiritual path. <clears throat> and so she was always doing like the latest rebirthing course in the eighties. And, you know, she was there for the harmonic convergence in 1987. And she heard this voice saying it was all about consciousness and like, you know, a channel book from Ramtha fell off the bookshelf, fell off the bookshelf with her, you know, when she was on holiday wow. in Fiji. And so I was in an environment that was open to that. And my dad sort of would roll his eyes and think it was all like absolute codswallop basically. But my mom with my mum being very very that way inclined 
for me, it was very natural. And I was always quite fascinated and into it myself. And, you know, I was sort of packed off to learn transcendental meditation when I was about 13, I think. And then I, you know, I saw an aura when I was 18 and I was always fascinated and curious at that side of life and always wanting more, you know, I wanted to see the most magical things. And I really was so curious about everything in that respect so I feel like that was always a part of because of how I grew up basically I was lucky enough to grow up in a family that you know sort of vaguely accepted that kind of thing and nothing was really too bananas so yeah yeah well I mean if your mother's reading books from Ramtha I remember I first got introduced to Ramtha about 20 years ago and I'd never heard of anything like it and I know that you know there's many people who have their own opinions about that but really that was the first time that I got introduced to the idea of channeled wisdom and watching those videos and and learning about that was that your first experience with channeled wisdom as well or did you have other influences such as maybe even Esther Hicks which our listener at home may be familiar with for some Ramtha might not be as common oh no totally and I never got into Ramtha I just I always remember that my mum talking about that, you know, like I, I didn't go necessarily down that path, but I did read all of the early books, like the Celestine Prophecy and, you know, those kind of classics. Yes. And, you know, well, then you get into like Eckhart Tolle and, um, <clears throat> and I think, yeah. And, you know, Deepak Chopra is always in there somewhere. And like, you know, you definitely go through phases with your own personal development and expansion, I think. And um, the channeled stuff, I can't really recall when it first sort of started coming in. I was always definitely tapping into different things before there was as much social media around, you know, I used to visit something called Spirit Library all the time and I would definitely tune into different channelings in there. Um, And they had all sorts of a host of um, authors in there because it was just like a big library of them basically. And so I would definitely, I was definitely attracted, but not specifically following any one thing at all. You know, I was just dabbling here and there and, then I actually in later times got into my own um, channeling that I've been doing. And, you know, that's something that we can all do. You know, it's part of our divine human technology that we can access wisdom that is outside of our current human frame of reference. And but it was really funny because when I learned, I did a little sort of like opening to channel class. And it was really funny because. I look back at some of the notes and I'm like, oh yeah, you were getting a little bit, but I was really in my own way at that point. I wasn't really allowing it to flow. And I channel writing. Um, okay. So that's how I, how I do it. I write what I hear and I just allow that to go. And I was always sort of, I got better at it <laughs> as I went along, but I do, rem- I just, you know, I think sometimes when we go to learn things off other people, it can be a little bit of a red herring because not, everyone operates the same way we are all so unique and so uh, different in our template about how we operate and so it's about really and that they can be great those things because you realize oh well that doesn't work for me but it it provided a huge amount of frustration on my journey because every time I would really try and and do something and do another course and follow something it never quite met my expectations of how I thought it was going to be and how the results that they were having and that's not just in channeling that was in anything and the sort of spiritual development I was going through as I was getting more committed to learning more about 
this, that whole world. And it just always brought me back to me. It just, everything just directed me back into myself and to the, my own wisdom and my own understanding. And I really came to realize I'm not meant to be here to pick up anybody else's modalities or healing techniques or even yeah. wisdom. I'm here to bring through my own. <laughs> yeah. And that was a big journey for me. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of pressure to have outcomes that are similar to other people. And I think that, you know, as we go through life and we're taking all these bits and pieces from other people and we're creating our own truth that maybe sometimes age also helps. Like I know for me, I'm turning 39 next or this month. And I guess I'm kind of recognizing how awesome that is and how I needed to take all the time that I took to get to where I am now and to find my own way. And I think that I wasn't really ever expressly given permission by anybody to be like, you don't have to follow this exact blueprint. You can really just take bits and pieces of it and find your own journey. Why do you think that narrative's not happening as much? Or is it more common now that people are saying, no, just, you know, take bits and pieces and find your own way? Or do you think that has to come from within? Yeah, I mean, I think at this stage of the game, if anybody is sort of trying to tell you, to do it their way, I would be highly cautious because everybody who you are tuning into, no matter where they are at, they really should be directing everyone back into themselves and their own innate wisdom. That's, you know, it's it's not up to us to be uh, providing, guiding, or, you know, like sort of mandating anyone one particular way. And I think if yeah. people are sort of really strongly saying, this is the way, it's my way, and you follow this, I think it's definitely a, a, an air of caution to be heard there. And you know what, it, it turns out that everything and the way that we go about this journey, everything is perfect at that time that we needed it. You know, we can look back and see through the eyes of sort of like, well, I, I actually needed to go through that to get here or however that works. So it's all really perfectly divinely alignment. But, you know, the reason I wrote my book was to sort of help other people not avoid the same, pit, you know, avoid the same pitholes that I did to help them <laughs> have a smoother journey potentially or to shortcut yeah. and get there quicker or whatever. I mean, I yeah. would love that, you know. So oh, for I think, sure. yeah, right. It's just one of those yeah. things. So um. And the, the power really is in our divine human technology. There's just so much in it. And I believe we're really all masters here. Otherwise, we would not be here on the planet at this time. You know, there's a huge amount going on. It's been going on for years, you know, and it's about this evolutionary phase that we are in, that the planet is in, one supporting the other and the other way around. And, you know, we have to move outside of our current structures and the current version of ourself to be able to break through into the new we just I mean I feel like we're only using a smidge of our beautiful divine technology and the capabilities and the fact that we are this, these incredible multi-dimensional beings who go beyond the realms of time and space and we access that through our heart technology and we're not just this physical kind of matter and you know what I mean it's just yeah. I love that um, area and the human potential and the possibility that we have really when we start to understand ourselves as a true divine human I think that to me is super exciting because 
you know, everything has got us here and the level of consciousness on the planet is different now. It's changed, you know. We don't really necessarily need to go through as it was in the 80s when I was talking about when my mum was was doing it and it was really hard yards. It was like really pushing slimy yeah. stuff uphill. <laughs> Whereas yeah. now it's a bit more freer and things change so quick. I think we all have noticed that no matter what age we are. I mean, things are really happening pretty quickly and it, yeah. you can shift something in a split second now. You don't have to be digging through five years of trauma to kind of come out the other side and like be, and put something to bed and find the beauty and what that meant for you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree with all that. That's so well said. I think the other thing too, is that, you know, people don't need to worry about getting it wrong because like you said earlier, sometimes hindsight's 2020. When we look back, we go, oh, I can see now why I had to go through X, Y, Z experience to get to where I am now. But that being said, you don't necessarily have to go the long way to get there and learn that lesson. And it's funny when you were talking earlier and when we were talking about your I guess your connection to yourself and your authenticity, you were really sort of pointing at your heart space. And I guess I was wondering whether or not you check in with your heart to discern your own truth and to figure out what's right for you or else, you know, do you have some other way of doing that? Yeah. You know, I think that was one of my biggest stumbling blocks is that I'm, an, you know, I'm an intelligent woman and I was very much in my logical mind and, you know, as much as I was really open to all of the spiritual, you know, understanding and wisdom to help, you know, break me open and figure out where I sat in all of this, I really wasn't um, really properly connected with my heart, actually, in truth. And now that I really know what that feels like, <laughs> that is, yeah. and I realized how disconnected I was from myself. And it's funny because when I started uh, connecting in, I actually had uh, some light beings come to me in 2017 in a dream. And I was sitting in a chair and these three light beings were standing, huge, giant, giant light beings. They were standing around and I was saying, but what about this healing modality? And they said, no. And I was like, but what about this ancient meditation technique? And they said, no. <laughs> I said, but what about, and they cut me off and they said, it is all about heart technology. They said, it is always about the heart. It has only ever been about the heart and it will only ever be about the heart. Heart technology is the most relevant and effective tool on the planet right now. And, you know, I woke up and it was such a profound experience in that dream because I get a lot of stuff in my dream, all sorts of different, but that was particularly, I was sort of like, wow. And I woke up the next morning thinking, what the hell's heart technology, right? And so I Google yeah. it, I get a I get a bunch of cardiac equipment, <laughs> irrelevant completely. <yeah. laughs> yeah. And I'm laughing. I mean, I'm sort of like, hmm, okay. And then I eventually come across the Institute of Heart Math that have been doing research into the heart-brain connection for 30 years now, you know. And then I started playing around with this, this heart stuff myself. And actually, you know, I'd go on walks and I also get a lot of downloads and walks. So I would end up having these almost live vision quests to investigate the potentiality of the heart as a multidimensional technology within us. So not only is it amazing for us to connect with our true self, but it has these capabilities well beyond what we maybe even scratch the surface and understand in the way that we use it. So it can be used in, it's incredibly powerful for um, purification and transmutation. And then it's also just outstanding for visioning. 
and almost taking yourself into a quantum leap. It can be used um, for alignment. It can be used in all of these different aspects that we actually need to bring balance and homeostasis into all the parts of our being on our physical level, on an emotional level, on a mental level, on a spiritual level. So it, for me, became this incredibly powerful tool that I'm pretty sure that just the way that I understand it right now, I'm pretty sure that's going to evolve into another level, you know, because as you expand, Mm -hmm. as you grow into a new level of consciousness, you open up to other avenues within yourself and yes. I honestly believe that this, this portal that we have, this is a multidimensional portal. You can be visiting other dimensions through this heart space. It's so fascinating, the immense magnitude of it and how we can use it, connect with it, bring it to life. So I just, I love exploring with it. And it caused me to ensure that all my work with clients is grounded and is really connected into the heart because it starts to open people up on immediately on so many levels when you're actually really properly practicing getting into the heart, getting into coherence and bringing yourself back there multiple times a day. And the beauty is it has a cumulative effect. So then you start to get into spaces where you're like bursting into spontaneous periods of joy. Like when you're doing the ironing and you're like, just want to love everyone and send love balls <laughs> on social media and just like explode into the oblivion of amazingness and they'll just love everything, you know? And you're like, what? I'm just doing the ironing. I'm not even, I haven't even done anything. But that's what happens. It's quite amazing. And when we are in those beautiful states, it's beneficial not only for ourselves and everybody around us, but on a global level, because we are connected and we're in this loving, beautiful, compassionate space that is a really expansive space to be. And we're not contributing any energy in that space to any judgment, drama, blame, anger, get all the lower frequencies that are operating on the planet and lower levels of consciousness. So we're just doing the big, beautiful service that we can in that in that moment that we are just knowing that we need to connect to our heart more often every day. Mm, Beautiful. So in a few minutes, I do want to talk to you about the multidimensional practices that you do do, because you did mention that word. And I think that's going to be such an interesting, you know, conversation for us to have. But before that, you know, I have to acknowledge that the listener at home may be kind of working through self-love, maybe you know, the idea of doing laundry and being overwhelmed with love is a really foreign concept to them that they, they might even have a difficult time with looking in the mirror, you know, we're, we're all at different levels of our evolution and with our ability to connect to ourselves and in our heart space, and therefore even share that love with others. So I guess my question to you is, how do people get started? How do they get started on their journey so that they can be doing the laundry and just want to throw love bombs to everybody? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of really practical, small bite-sized things that we can uh, implement and integrate into our life. So, you know, connecting to your heart is as simple in its simplest form as bringing your attention or your consciousness into that area in the center of your chest. At its most simplest form, that's all you need to do. When you can take it to the next level and you can just sit there and what you what we're wanting to do is foster feelings that are a more high frequency. So foster feelings of natural kind of love, upliftment, appreciation, gratitude, um, compassion, those kinds of things. And you can even just sit there and visualize your favorite flower 
that you love, something that has no other resonance to anything that may cause a little bit of, uh, you know, um, difficulty in the frequency, nothing that is going to be contradictory in any nature. Or it could be, I love just thinking about a little fluffy duckling because they're just so cute and just thinking about <laughs> holding that in my hand. And I mean, who doesn't have a heart opening experience from thinking about a puppy or a kitten or a duckling? I mean, I don't know anyone yeah. really, you know, <laughs> or a flower, you know, any of that beautiful natural world. And so when we can do that and breathe really slowly while we're doing that and connecting and I love putting a hand on my heart because it really helps me bring my attention there you know and I just then breathe really slowly and I foster these feelings or I'll just breathe in if that's hard for you if the visualization or even imagining something like that is difficult you can literally just say I'm breathing in love or I'm breathing in peace or I'm breathing in compassion or I'm breathing in just absolute complete acceptance for myself in this moment no matter what is going on in my life so really we can do that in a minute or two a day multiple times a day and that brings us back into the frequency of the heart and that in itself has a cumulative effect it's not complicated it's really easy actually <laughs> it's just the practice of doing it and taking yeah. a breath and being like actually I've got 30 seconds I'm just going to bring myself back you know, it doesn't, you don't, it, it, it could be really slotted into anywhere and you don't have to be at any level of, you know, spiritual development or even any level of understanding because all you're doing is just connecting into your heart, your true self and um, creating some beautiful feelings within you. Because when we start to change our emotional frequency and where we are operating at, and we get out of sort of whatever has been, you know, um, distracting us, or if we've had a tough time and we're in blame or judgment or guilt or any of that stuff, <clears throat> if we can just do something positive to shift out of that, and you might need to do it after a little walk around the block, or you might need to do it sitting in your garden, or you might need to do it sitting in your bed holding a crystal or whatever it is. But if you could just take that time to, you know, consciously create a shift within yourself that is some of the most simplest things that we can do when we are, mm -hmm. when, no matter what is going on, actually, it's really beneficial, you know, whether you're having an amazing time, it's still helpful to get back into that heart, into that frequency, or whether you're having an absolute shocker of a day and everything's going wrong, <laughs> same thing applies, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I guess it comes down to your desire to change, because we are able to shift anything as long as we intend to make exactly. that shift and our perspective and our perception is everything like there is a frequency that we're yeah. creating with the lens that we choose to view our world and everyone's lens is different and that's absolutely okay and you only are in charge of your own lens yeah. and you know our thoughts are so important in choosing to see something glass half full or glass half empty, I guess you could say, because our emotions follow our thoughts. So if yeah. we're spending a ton of time, you know, oh, woe is me, this is all terrible, I'm having a crap life, then that's where we're going to feel and that's where we're going to be. So we've got to make an adjustment to our perspective and understand that on some level, even if we can't see it right now, everything is working out for us you know, rather than everything is happening to mm. us. <laughs> and we sort of step, just that simple, this is happening for me, not to me, is such a simple perspective shift. And that is all that is required in the moment yeah. to step into a more empowered and a, and a more positive way to experience whatever's going on in your reality. And it's not all roses all the time. 
it's not and you also yeah. don't do tons of personal development and evolution and, and and then it's all roses it's still the up and down of the beautiful human experience <laughs> it is it's all you know it just is yeah and that is okay and it, but it, we, yeah. we learn to get better at yeah. navigating the ups and downs so it's a little bit smoother we probably react slightly less you know we start to integrate our emotional body and bring balance back there so we show up as a better version of ourselves in those moments that's what happens and that's how we can create change in our life because we are shifting ourselves in those moments. And, you know, it's about every little thing that we do in the day. It's not about like, oh, I have to meditate for an hour twice a day and I have to do all my journaling and I have to do my gratitude practice and all of that. Just break it down to the littlest shift that you can make. And that can be in the split second and shifting your perspective. It's that simple. Yeah, I love that you're kind of making it really tangible and easy for people to do because I think that very often people do think even on a subconscious level, oh, I, I have to take an hour to, to shift this, or I have to do, you know, this really long investment into this thing for me to get out of yeah. my own way, but it doesn't, it's all those micro steps, right. That take you to those big Absolutely. changes. So talk to me now a little bit about the multi-dimensional practices. Did you just explain a multi-dimensional practice or how do you determine what a multi-dimensional practice well, I think for me, at least, like, um, operating multidimensionally is understanding that there's layers beyond this physical experience that we're having that really um, uh, we're working with all the time. You know, we have this filter, our human filter, and, you know, sometimes we're experiencing uh, things with all of our normal five senses, but there's extrasensory information that comes in sometimes but also there's a whole layer of um, existence that is behind everything on a quantum level. You know, it's always energy first before it shows up in something physical. So it's operating more energetically yeah. with everything. And when I'm doing my multidimensional work, I'm taking people and it's kind of like guided um, visualization, meditation combined with feeling and creating emotions with yourself and also bringing and orchestrating energies and frequencies to come into the space in the mastery that we are to provide an experience that you're actually experiencing multidimensionally instead of one-dimensionally, I guess, or instead of three-dimensionally and just the physical. And so, you know, I'm a real feeler of the energies. Um, I do see sometimes as well, but I'm not like um, a trained psychic or anything like that. Like my psychic stuff just comes and I can't work out. I can't turn it on and off basically, but you know, and the seeing and sometimes I'll hear and I mean, it's, it really runs the gamut, but I do always feel, I can feel the energies viscerally coming in and they feel different and I can feel the waves and I can feel the kinds of energies they are. And to me, that's when I'm orchestrating and um, architecting different energetic frequencies coming in and working with people. And then my clients who can see psychically, they can see what I'm doing. <laughs> and so they tell me, oh, I saw this and I saw this and that was all, you know, so that is working multidimensionally really, right? You're working with things that you can't see and orchestrating yes. an experience for your all layers of your being, not just the physical layer. So we're working with the emotional layer, we're working with the mental layer, but we're working on the spiritual layer as well in kind of a comprehensive, all-in-one, holistic, um, you know, treatment for someone 
or an experience for someone. And that is really engaging all of the aspects of us. And just, you know, it's really about, I guess, in its simplest form, expanding out of just the physical version of us that we we, we are operating in our day-to-day kind of human. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense too, because even now that I'm thinking about, well, when I do a meditation, you know, I might be focusing on my breath, but I might also be feeling something. I might also be getting a picture in my mind. So there's all these things that are going on. Yeah, so it does make a lot of sense about the way that you've just explained it there. I guess when you were speaking, I started thinking about different colors. How important is color in the work? That I use color do? a lot. Yeah. And I noticed that different um, color frequencies want to come in because everything is energy and frequency and vibration, right? And so all the colors are vibrating at a different thing. Mm -hmm. And then if you're calling and using other energies like crystalline energies or, you know, earth energies or everything has got its own energetic signature. And when you're able to pull them in and work with them, you know, you are crafting an experience and crafting that um, energy, you know, experience for people I guess so you know that's really important because I use a lot of that and I'm really called to work with a lot of the rainbow light that comes in um, a lot of the crystalline frequencies of the earth um, the cosmic energies you know and it's funny because I sort of name them but recently I've really realized I only name them for other people because I've sort of felt in myself I was like oh well I need to kind of explain what I'm doing and I know now that that's actually quite limiting actually yeah it's really limiting it's like because it's speaking to our limited human construct instead of letting go into the expansive nature of what we can really um be and are so you know it's my work is is shifting in that way as well rather than calling in different um energies specifically by name I'm sort of working out a way to do that without doing that if it makes sense because it's beyond our limited human construct that has been created and crafted on everything that has gone before because if we think about everything that we're dealing with in our reality is based on what our experience and understanding is right and it's come from somewhere else before us and we've just taken it on and I think we're really at this crucial point in humanity on the planet right now in the evolution where we need to strip all that away and really expand, allow, allow ourselves free reign to expand into where this wants to go without any indoctrination from absolutely anything, whether that's religion, spirituality, you know, whether that's cultural, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, you know. So I feel like that's really critical right now because yeah. it's the undoing. We need to just get rid of all of the programming and conditioning to get to the good stuff for the gold underneath. And that really brings us, ignites us into our full potential, mm-hmm. I feel. So, you know, as you're talking about sort of letting go of the conditioning and sort of the old ways of thinking and not really having any limitations on our ability to step into our power and to discern what's true for us and to open up to all the magic and the miracles around us, I mean, how do people even get started? Is surrendering maybe one of the ways that they can kind of begin this particular journey? I mean, if you were talking to yourself, let's say 10, 15, 20 years ago, and you were just beginning on this journey, and maybe you had self-limiting beliefs and some of these challenges and old opinions of others, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, how would you kind of assist yourself in getting out of your own way and, and being able to sort of open up to this amazing world. 
This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. Well, I would definitely start with there's no right or wrong way to do it because you've got to do you and step away from anything that's saying you have to do it this way or that way because the more time you spend finding your own way that you operate in your divine technology, the quicker that you, you know, you shortcut all the other bits. (laughs) And so I think starting there and then, you know, the, the heart piece is absolutely huge you know, the more that you connect into that space is just such a big shortcut to many, many things. It is a huge balancer in our emotional field. And that's really important at the beginning of the journey because your emotions are all out of the way. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to figure figure out how to uh, feel better, but, and why your life isn't going the way you want. But at the same time, you know, you don't really realize how you are unbalancing yourself (laughs) throughout the whole thing and so really understanding and taking huge radical responsibility for yourself for all of your thoughts and and reining in your emotions and really pivoting your thoughts into your and your perspective into how you can be more um understanding and compassionate for the self because I tell you what I was beating myself up royally about 15 years ago and being so mean and we are more mean to ourselves than we would be to any anybody else in our life we really really go heavy-handed on the self and it's about really coming in it with complete acceptance for where you're at and starting there because that is a neutralizing frequency in itself and you've got to neutralize the imbalance before you can bring harmony in and start to really move through uh, what is what is needed and I think also keeping the focus I was constantly focused on the searching of trying to find where I was and what, who I was and also, you know, what's wrong with me and what, what I needed to fix. And that, that direction of focus is always going to lead to a dead end. And so the more that you can actually just focus on where you're at in the moment and it not being wrong and just understanding it's part of the process, you just shift the energies far more quickly and you are actually then start to tap into yourself on deeper layers. And that is really, really key as well. You know, where we focus our attention, um, our energy goes and we are creating more of it with our attention. And so we have to be really careful about where we're placing our attention in all of this. And it's not the constant I am broken narratives and storylines that we often feed ourselves when we're trying to fix ourselves or find ourselves. Yes. Do you think that, you know, people have to go back to be able to go forward? Because I know for myself, I read Eckhart Tolle and you mentioned him off the top and I was like, girl, I get you, you know, and it changed my whole life. And it, it made me understand that the now is what matters. And because I've been able to come into the moment, I find that life is better because I just don't desire things in the way that, you know, maybe I did when I was younger. And I also realized too, that the past doesn't matter to me, but that's my own personal truth. I guess I was wondering for you, is that also your opinion or do you think that you need to go back and you need to hash out where these limiting beliefs came from or, or this childhood trauma or or anything like that in, in order to advance, or is it is that sort of almost not a fair question and you have to go case by case? You know, it totally really depends on people's belief systems, funnily enough, but you don't really yeah. need to. We don't really need to because the more we're creating new programming, the old programming ceases to exist anyway. So 
you know, in the simplest version, that is that if you can focus on the reprogramming or where you want to be, that's the best use of your time in that moment. And some people with deep traumas and, uh, you know, they're going to find that more difficult than others. So it is a case by case basis. And the fact that maybe they need to, you know, do a little bit more of a releasing of all of what what is equating to the emotions that are going around that to bring a bit more balance before they can get to that next level of being able to focus outside of that. So it really depends person to person, but always actually, I feel that the best energy is spent more on building the new than it is on going over the, the old or raking ourselves out of the coals or going back into the past and what happened and trying to figure it out and the whys and all of that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just, it's just not that productive really, especially where we're at now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love that. Hey, remember 20 years ago when you said that really shitty thing to that person? Well, that was me. It's like, how is that helpful? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the power of affirmations? Do you use affirmations in your life? I know you talked a lot about visualizations. I was just wondering if you have mantras that you help to sort of assist your reprogramming. Yeah, I do. I, you know what? A lot of affirmations get a bad rap, but I think if you do them right and you use them adequately, they are an amazing neural reprogrammer because our subconscious mind loves repetition, you know? So that's where, with the focus comes in. It's beautiful. But if you can do that w combined with like, if you're just saying them like rote kind of like thing and it's just going over and over and you're repeating them and you're not really feeling like it, you know, that's not going to work as well as if you're actually really embodying the emotions and the feeling of being, that which you are affirming to yourself already because we are we get what we are you know not what we think we are so we need to be embodying the state of being of where we want to be so it's like almost like fake it till you make it kind of vibes you know there's a there's a part of it that you have to trick your your linear self that thinks that um that's not going to be any in any way shape or form productive because that's not where you are you have to almost bring in those energies, bring in that emotion to help shift yourself into it and become it. And then you then are bringing in everything into your reality that is in support of that and reflecting that back to you. Yeah, well, I personally use affirmations all the time and I do feel like they've changed my whole life and made me able to love myself. Whereas before that wasn't something that I was able to do. I think they're super helpful and I still use them. Absolutely. I love the I am statements yeah. as well, because that's, you know, you've got to be yeah. really good. They've got to be in the present moment. It's not great to have a negative in them. You know, you can't be like, oh, I am never going to do this again. It's not a good, there's definitely a fine, <laughs> finer points of the affirmations that actually make them work make them productive and make them effective. And you just need to figure that out to make, make it the best it can be for you and make, make them work. Yeah. Yes. What is the true divine human template? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we are not what we have been told at, at all. We have become, you know, the product of our environment, the product of what's gone before. We, you know, have not been tapping into the levels of our multidimensional technology, our human technology that we can potentially access because we've all got 
a divine human template. That means we can operate outside of the bounds of where we are currently existing as humanity right now. And we've got just got so much more. And, you know, the research of like the new thought leaders like Greg Braden and Joe Dispenza all are backing this up scientifically now and uh, really getting into that sort of human potential, you know, and there's parts of our human physical vessel in its most basic sense that, you know, the medical uh, institutions don't know what it's for and the scientific community equally and more traditional science doesn't. But the new science is pointing to the fact that we've got parts of our DNA that aren't activated yet. And when they are, we step into a new version of the human that we are. We get access to different things on a multidimensional level. And how exciting is that, you know? And I think that's been proved, you know, if we really look in the world, some people have been doing this, like some of the yogis in India are doing feats that, you know, are beyond um, our, uh, our own experience here. People manifesting things, you know, people, um, you know, sort of levitating, like all sorts of stuff like that means that it's possible, actually, if you really want to look for the examples, even in humanity right now, they are there. If you, can, if you want to be curious enough to go and see what potential and people are anti-aging with no help you know it's not creams and things they like are reversing their clock I mean more of that please yes please yes please (laughs) and this is down to our consciousness and consciousness practices and not being not being willing to continue what has gone before so that we can move into a space where we're opening up to what is way more um, expansive in nature for us as humans and it's actually our divine birthright you know we just have this template within us that is way more than how we're operating right now and it's really interesting you know in the story of evolution they're now proving with the new science that we didn't follow the same evolutionary process of darwinism that has been referred to there was a point 200,000 years ago where we ended up with a new chromosome and nobody really knows why, but they know that it, we didn't actually follow the evolutionary process that we thought this whole time with the old school of thought and science. So things are shifting and changing and really opening up and we're discovering more every day. I think it's really important to go there in yourself and know that what is possible for you is possibly even outside of your linear understanding with your mind. And you can extend into those ways by letting go of what you think you are or what society has told you you are or what our current understanding of humanity is even. (laughs) That's a really exciting place to be, I feel. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. But I know there's a lot of fear wrapped up in that as well because I think there's a lot of feelings of maybe unworthiness or it's too good to be true or it's safer to play small. Yeah, that's just the conditioning that we need to bust out of. It's not true. It's 100% not true. And you just need to arrive at that place, however that is within yourself, to know that you're meant for more. And that every single person listening to this is that. There's a form of mastery within them, a form of genius. There's no one on the planet like you. And that's for us to tap into. And when we bring ourselves online in the most magnificent version of us, then we are in service of the greater whole because we are embodying our beautiful, loving vibration and the true essence of who we came to be, you know? And that is anchoring 
beautiful energy on the planet that needs to be here right now you know so it's all for all of us to step into when we can and it's not pie in the sky everybody can do this and there's no one who's special or more advanced than the other it just means we're all at different stages and if you really want to explore it get curious start asking questions allow yourself to find the examples that are out there to let you know what else is possible for you because if some one human can do it we can all do it and even beyond that And that's just, I think that's really, really encouraging and inspiring for everybody, really. I'm inspired by that kind of thing. I agree. That was hella motivational, girl. I just love it. So (laughs) I know that we are, we're already almost out of time. I I was supposed to stop our conversation five minutes ago so we could do a little bit of an activation. You want to take a couple of minutes now, just before we wrap up, maybe we could do a couple breaths. Or if you had any thoughts for our listener at home, just maybe sort of a pared down version. So can you talk us through what you're about to do? Is this coming from your heart? Is this coming from your spirit team? Yeah, it's generally a big mishmash of all of it. And so I'll just be working with a more expanded state of my field. We'll see what drops in, where we want to go. Um, we'll just, yeah, we'll just see what comes through, but we're definitely going to be connecting into our heart because I want everyone to feel what that feels like. So if you now just like to close down your eyes, And just take a beautiful, big, deep breath in through the nose. And then breathe out slowly, twice or three times as slow as you usually would. It's great to do this through the nose, but if you do it through the mouth as well, there's no problem with that. Take another deep breath in. And again, breathing out much more slowly than you usually would. This is bringing the nervous system into a state of calm getting you into a place of safety. And we're going to bring one hand to the center of our chest now. And we're going to use our intention to connect into our divine heart technology. And I want you to now breathe in at the frequency of love. And this isn't the human love. This is actually the love of which we were born. The cosmic connection, cosmic divine love, that spark of consciousness of where we came from. And it's the most all-encompassing, all-powerful love that you can imagine. I want you to just breathe that in. Fill up your entire being with that feeling of love, almost like the love of a beautiful flower in nature or a little baby animal or someone in your life even. And now I just love you to breathe in the frequency of absolute acceptance just accepting everything that is going on in your life, exactly where you are right now. No judgment, no right or wrong, just absolute acceptance. And just again, breathing in the frequency of acceptance. And then I want you to just breathe it out for all beings all over this planet and beyond to experience the frequency of acceptance. And we're gifting that heart to heart through our heart technology in an energetic way. And so you would have felt by now the energy coming from your head and anchoring in your heart. You might feel warmth in the center of your chest or you might feel, you know, a bit of fuzziness. You may feel some energy there. Whatever it is, is fine. And if you feel nothing, that's absolutely fine too. Um, But just, yeah, continue to focus on the area in the center of your chest. And what we're going to do is invite your mastery forth the mastery of your true divine essence that is accessed through your heart. And when we do this, 
we're just coming into acknowledgement of ourself as a master. And that actually has such a profound effect on our physical being. You can really feel the profundity of all that you are, which is more than your human level. We're inviting the pure divine divinity of our true self and everything forward into our energy field, forward to us in a conscious way. And as we take another beautiful deep breath in, we're going to breathe the energy from our heart going down our body, down into our hips, out into our legs, and sending it deep, deep, deep down into the earth. And I want you to now go right down to the center, which is the crystalline core. And we're going to plug into that beautiful high frequency earth energy. And as we plug into it in the sort of molten center of the earth, we're going to invite that beautiful high frequency energy and we're going to bring it up back through all the layers of mud and silt and clay back up into our feet, up into our legs, to our hips, and then back into our heart. And that's just providing a huge grounding. And we can just set an intention to offload anything that we're ready to let go of down into that earth down into that energy because she just takes it and transmutes it beautifully in an alchemical way. So offload any of your worries or stresses or concerns or your emotional reactivity or your you know, anger or resentment, whatever it is, just offer it now down your column of your body into the earth. And that can continue while we focus back to the heart and we take our energy up from the heart, up through our upper chakras, right out our head and we're sending it right up out into the atmosphere connecting through the sun and then moving through to the second sun and the great central sun and then right out into the heart of the cosmos so we're just connecting through planetary cosmic alignments that are out there for us to use and we want to go right out into this really high frequency expansive energy of the cosmos so there's planets and star systems, both known and unknown, that contain higher levels of consciousness and beautiful elements that we need for our personal journey. So I want you to just invite whatever is perfect for you. They may be higher dimensional star systems that set forward. They may be in other universes. But as we put the heart call out, we're just going to invite whatever is perfect for us in this divine moment and bring it forward with us back through the great central sun, down through the second sun, down through our sun, down through the atmosphere into our upper chakras, and then bringing it back down into our heart. And that's just giving a beautiful meld of energies, energies from the earth, grounding and nurturing us, allowing us to offload what we need from our vibrational field. And then the energies of higher dimensional consciousness from the cosmos, that we are just connecting to and reminding ourselves of in our heart. And we can actually connect to this through our heart anytime. We can bring in different frequencies that we might need. And I just want you to allow that energy that is sitting in your heart that we've brought in from both directions. I want you to allow that to just merge out from your heart and extend out into your physical body, just reaching right down your abdomen, down into your hips, down into your legs, and then reaching up from your chest into your throat, up into your head, nourishing your beautiful brain, nourishing your all parts of you, down into your arms, nourishing all your organs. And then we're just going to expand that beautiful frequency out. So this is into the emotional body, intending for this vibration to just be carried out 
So almost just the layer of aura just outside our physical body, just stretch it out into there. And then we're going to also stretch it even further now into our mental body. And these are just the layers of our energy field. And we're just intending for that to just merge out these new frequencies that we were consciously connecting to. And then even further still into the spiritual body. And I want you to just push this out until about, you know, five meters, I think that's about eight feet maybe, um, out of your, all around you in a 360 degree um, sphere. And just allow these energies to merge with you, recalibrate all aspects of your being. Allow the energy to do the work. We don't need to get in the way or overcomplicate it. And as you take a deep breath in, breathe out slowly and just come into gratitude for yourself for giving yourself those five minutes to consciously alter your vibrational field, to bring some balance back, to bring some loving energies in, to nourish yourself on levels deeper than ever before. So just sit for a moment in that gratitude and just really give yourself a beautiful feeling of how you have felt differently from when we started this a few moments ago. And as you take another deep breath, just breathe out slowly. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. <laughs> oh, that was so beautiful. That was, <laughs> that was so good. And uh, thank you so much, my girl. That was great. That's good. That I wanted to keep it really simple for everybody, but I wanted to, to bring the feelings in so you can feel a little bit of a shift within. And whether you felt nothing or you felt a ton, it's absolutely perfect. And know that sometimes it takes a little while when we're moving back into our heart to start feeling properly because we're often so disconnected. You know, we're often so disconnected. So if you're not feeling anything, don't worry. The energy is still doing the work. You're directing it with your consciousness. So hang in there. You will start to feel stuff, but we've just got to chip away at the exterior that's a little bit in the way of it sometimes. So know that everything was happening as, as it should and that you did it perfectly, no matter how you experienced that activation. Thank you. Joanna, how can people find out more? Where can they connect with you? I'm going to put a link to everything in the show notes, of course. They can uh, yeah. find the link to your books, to your website, to your Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah, perfect. I mean, my book is on all the usual places, you know, Amazon, Audible, all the platforms, it's there. But you can find me and links to everything from my website, which is simply joannawalden.com. And I have links to everything I do. I do tons of online stuff. Um, some of my courses are being updated at the moment because I've switched to a new website. But, you know, there's tons of ways that you can connect with me, work with me and keep up with me. So I look forward to seeing you hopefully connecting there. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. I've really enjoyed talking to you and learning from you. You too, Lauren. Thank you so much for having Hi. me. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.